0: hey yo what's good what's good what's good welcome to reflections of a dj the role podcast presented by dj city and beat source i'm one of your hosts dj crooked we got dj never here yo what up we got dj d miles what's good what's good we got jamie the great yeah and then we got a special guest he's a good friend a very good friend to the podcast you know we were hanging out with him in austin texas comes to vegas once in a while he's uh he's the homie he's a great dj a really good dj and we're glad to have him on. We've been wanting him on the podcast for a minute, but we got Austin and Texas' own DJ CRG. What up, man? Yes, 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 What up, What's man? up, boys? What's up? How what's we doing? Good, man? Good, How you everybody. been,
1: man? Been good. Been yeah. good, you know? Came to visit y'all. Came to Vegas for a couple days to see what's up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you went out last
2: night?
1: Yeah, I went out last night at Jewel. Yeah. How was that? It was cool. It was Very cool. different. Actually, <laughs> you know? I, I met him
2: up, man. It was kind of popping, bro. I didn't know we was talking. No, th- 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 What's that company? Cisco Systems Mm-hmm. That huge company, like they're kind of like, what, what do they do? Like, they're like IBM, kind of like, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. They have, like, I think a convention of like 30,000 people in time, and I think uh, in town, and yeah. then I think half of those 30,000 are staying at ARIA. Yeah, yeah. So last night, yeah. like, it was popping. Like, it was like mad corporate, like, energy. Like, was yeah, I mean, a lot of people there last
1: night. The energy was like there, you know, like, it was a perfect time for, like, you know, at anything you dropped that the crowd was eating. It's like the perfect, like, storm whenever you're like, you have a crowd like that. Yeah, yeah. It just, you know, like, you can tell, like, who's, like, got money and all that, or where they're sitting at and all that, like, the pretentiousness, like, in a way, you know? Mm. But, like, when you see GA partying, you're like, oh, GA's lit. Like, they're having a good time. And then the bottle service, people are just looking at each other. Well, what they buying over there, you know? Yeah. It's just, like, it's cool. Like, it's, it's just kind of like L.A. in a way, you know? But yeah. definitely seeing the prices of, like, what the sections cost compared to before the pandemic, and you're just like, man, is this worth it? You know, you can probably go to Costa Rica for like two grand and stay there for a week and get to, you know, have a good time and do whatever you want without knowing what you're going to do over there. You know what I mean?
2: Wait, so you're noticing changes in the scene? Yeah, yeah. we were talking about that too. Because what would you say is the, the cost of 1942? Like the last time you remember buying or seeing someone buy it. I'm gonna be honest with
0: you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is a
2: wrong person to ask. <laughs> this is like asking like those
0: those those people like how much like a, a carton of milk costs in the grocery. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I, I happen to work in the grocery. I just don't know the prices. <laughs> just, yeah,
2: mm-hmm. I
0: can't really tell you. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to say. W- I'm assuming. Yeah. A 1942 would cost two G's. I would say fifteen hundred. I say so
2: fifteen hundred. The last time I remember it, I I'm think completely twenty nineteen. One of my friends bought one at Omni when I was DJing, and it was fourteen hundred.
1: Fourteen hundred. Okay, not yep. off. How much did you pay last night? <laughs> so after tax and tip, it was like nineteen fifty. Yeah, two G's. Yeah, two G's. Yeah. but like I remember coming before the pandemic, like going to Omni and Jewel is like maybe eleven hundred most yeah, plus yeah, yeah. tax and tip.
0: You you know it's the problem though with nineteen forty two is they're running out of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. hard to get. No, yeah, for yeah. sure. But that, I think that's the problem with a lot of shit now mm-hmm. is that it's inflation, right? Yeah. So, like, a lot of shit that was available, like, is, like, everyone's running out of the shit.
1: So it's funny, like, right now I have a bunch of, like, young DJs, their first time coming to Vegas, and uh-huh. I'm trying, trying to show them a good time and all that. And then they see the mini, like, they're like talking about like, oh, so uh how we splitting the table? Are we putting all cards in? I'm like, no, this is Vegas. It's only one card, one ID, that's it. Somebody gotta have a good credit line and then go from there, like <laughs> um Wait, you can't split the bill in Vegas? No, it's only one ID, one a card. That's it. I thought,
3: no. It, no, I thought the um, maximum
1: was two. Max is two, yeah, okay. for sure. That, Max is yeah. two for sure. Jesus. But like
3: wait, I didn't know that. Yeah. Me yeah.
4: yeah.
1: Yeah. Wait,
0: so if I spend like forty G's or ten thousand I, only two cards or
2: one card could take care of it? Yep. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, shit. Yeah. You might have a black card for that one. Really? Have all the uh, homies start zelling you.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Like, literally, so, like, I was sober, obviously, like, you know, and I was, like, taking care of it and making sure, like, it was funny, like, cause my boy is the one that did the invites. Yeah. And I was like, hey, so, um, um, who's going to put the card down? I was like, what do you mean? We're just going to split it. I was like, this ain't Austin where you get a bottle of Casamigos for 300 dollars like yeah. and just split the tab with your boys. Like it's only one card or what ID. They take your picture. You're gonna sign your initials five times, you're gonna put a signature, you're gonna do all that. Then it's like, oh shit, I didn't know it was like a contract kind of thing. I was like, Oh yeah, like they're like, Well, I only got a debit card. I was like, What? I was like, How's your credit score? And I'm like, Come on, guys, like, like, we gotta get your credit up, like, go get some credit and all that. Like, they don't like they don't know nothing about that, you know, like so I was like luckily like, you know, I've been in the game long enough you know, to like have like good credit and all that. I was like yeah. I guess I'll put my Amex Platinum, but I was already like. But you, so you put your Rush card down. Yeah. <laughs> <a> rush card? <laughs> <laughs> he,
0: called,
4: he, he called never to get approved. Hey. Russell Simmons just <laughs> popped out of nowhere.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: <laughs> thank you very much. Have a good night. <laughs> so I was just like, yo, like, all right, I'll put my card down, but I was already putting those Venmo requests. I'm like, I'm not even drinking, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. But, right. I'm showing them a good time like that way they know the experience they're like yo like this is what it costs to be here like you know it's just Wait so you came
0: out and you brought a bunch of uh young uh Austin DJs yeah, with yeah. you Yeah. What was the occasion just to kind of check uh, so, out the scene?
1: So one of them is uh my it's one of his birthdays and like he just he's gone to Vegas before but like he to like send out all these invites and like right. this is like new DJ group that's coming there they're in like young 20s right going like 26. Right. And I guess they're trying to experience more, you know, and, and mm-hmm. I get that, you know, go, go experience the markets and all that. Yeah. And I guess Vegas was the idea because obviously like Vegas is probably one of the only cities that I know that parties Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe next to L.A. Right. But obviously to get in L.A. is going to be like hard as hell. So we decided to do he decided to go to Vegas and I like try to explain all these things to him. And he's like, oh, I didn't know that. I mean, he was trying to get a table from the online website. and I'm like, come on, bro. Like, You could just <laughs> hit up a promoter, man. Like. Somebody can listen to this podcast right now and be like, yo, don't, don't ever go like, uh, on the online website. Like, just look up a promoter on Instagram or like, or a Vegas hashtag or like, oh, he's a promoter. Hit him up. Like, Hey, you know, that's what they do nowadays. But yeah. I thought so. it was
2: dope that like he brought his younger DJ crew with him. Cause yeah. I, that's how I actually met him. Yeah. Was our, our boy Duano. I want to say like 2014 is when I met you yeah. at Live Ultra Lounge. Yeah. And he would bring out his younger generation of DJs, like his openers, some of the posts, promoters, bartenders, and show them Vegas. And now to see him doing the same thing dope. with his younger generation is kind of dope. You know what I mean? It's like he's paying it forward to them dudes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I owe Duano a lot. Because like, Shout to Duano, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because if it wasn't for him, he wouldn't give me the blueprint that I know all this stuff now. Like me knowing D-Miles, like I, like he was the booker for Live. So at the time, like, you know. live in um, well, San Antonio. San Antonio. I was called Live all. There's a big drama about that too, a cease and desist stuff, but that club yeah, doesn't insist. We no gotta more. make sure we clear <laughs> it. Right when limb, you say yeah. live, motherfuckers <laughs> yeah. think Miami. My, my yeah, yeah, is exactly. like, Miami? I mean, that yeah. was a cease and desist. Because <laughs> you know, what,
4: Dave, Dave Grumman listens to it sometimes,
1: yeah. so like, so this sometimes.
4: so this is live with the E. L I V E. <laughs> yeah, L
1: I V E. I mean, so when so they it's first. live.
3: It's live. It's live. Yeah, it was
1: actually live. Yeah, so when they first opened, they did have the L I V, and then they sent a cease and desist, so that's why they added the E. It was funny. I mean, the club doesn't exist anymore, so we could talk about it, but like. Um. Yeah. So like, while well, like, duano did the booking, um, he take him out to dinner and all that. He's like, "Hey, are you going to open up for these guys?" And that's how I got to meet D Miles and like some of the guys from. So D
0: Miles would come out to San Antonio to do uh live, mm-hmm. and then you would open. <laughs> yeah. And then you would take him, and then you'd be
1: hanging out during dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so dinner, like, yeah. and then that's a, that's one of my blessings because like, you know, duano like at the time was I mean he still is the guy in San Antonio but like. I was, first, I was coming in like three years in DJing, but I was seeing these top talents that were playing in Vegas, Miami, all over the U.S. So to me, it was just like a big learning like step. Like I was like skipping ahead instead of like just listening to like local DJs, you know? Mm-hmm. Like getting to hear D-Miles, seeing like, you know, Chachi, Big Breaker, like guys that were like playing all over the U.S. It was a blessing for me because I was taking notes while I was opening for these guys, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, So it gave me like a good learning curve. Like, oh man, like, All right. And then that actually made me be friends with some of these guys. Like, you know, like I've Mm -hmm. known these when I come to Vegas. I'll hit them up like, hey, what you doing? You know, Um, I think I met you at Omnia with Duano, actually. But you were sloshed. (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) It was after your heart at Omnia set.
0: Are you mistaking me for somebody else?
1: Oh, there's a picture for it.
0: No <laughs> way. You know what? It was MK, bro. It wasn't you. It was MK. It, wasn't MK. it was MK. There's another no, there's DJ no at Omnia, and he's a Korean DJ, and he looks very much like me. Oh uh,
1: no! I mean, you were tagged down there and everything. I could pull it up later. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <damn, that, that, laughs> got me. I seats. saw. I was
0: DJing at Hard Omnia. Yeah, and
1: then you finished, and then I was just like, I mean, I've obviously like I've heard your mixes, your Capriano Bowl mixes, and I'm like, man, this is like, you know, like when I first got to meet each other, I was like, but. Yeah, you were pretty, like... It was a good introduction. Not like everybody else is like, oh, crooked as ass. I was like, oh, what's up, man? Nice to meet you and all that, so...
0: What did I do? How did
1: you know
3: I was slushed? What was I doing? Because he was nice
1: yeah <laughs> no, you're just like very like hospitable like you know just laughing a lot and all that it was like you weren't like grumpy or anything like that what everybody says back in the day i guess but grumpy
0: grumpy ass motherfucker man that's crazy wait so i didn't do anything nah, crazy or anything, no no
1: no i mean i made sure to like not talk to you because obviously, was like behind a dj booth while you were a djing at heart i'm like you can tell you're just laser focused like oh he's the kind of guy you don't reach whenever like but i mean i was literally probably djing three years in like that was like my first time in nomine and all oh, that yeah so like that i'll say that was probably like what now six years ago now yeah so, yeah
2: 2016 yeah.
1: ish mm-hmm. it's
0: crazy so like what what is your? you said like you went out last night and it was cool like well
1: it just you know like Oh, where where
0: did where did the spark where did the Vegas sparkle like leave where? man I and mean, you paid that two thousand dollars for the nineteen forty two so I, I, I hate the city. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: he paid nineteen forty two. for 19 you motherfuckers got no credit. Yeah. I got to put my now $2,000 on my credit no, card. Hold
4: on. <laughs> you didn't hear what he said. I, said. I had to put my American Express platinum down. He said. He put his Rush card down. We all know. Platinum. Platinum you still got to get
1: paid at the end of the month, though. I mean, I'll take the points all day, man. I'm trying to travel for free, you know? That makes points are the best. <laughs> yeah. They're the best. So, no, yeah, man, like, I he mean. just bought one bottle. I mean, like, back in the day, like, you know. <laughs> Like we, everybody talks about. He skipped
0: this, over like, that question. Yeah, yeah, I you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I said you bought one bottle. Oh uh, no! Nah. I mean, shoot! They even threw some little comps in there, you know. But, that's good. That's dope. So, yeah. So, they should. Of course. I Extra
0: cranberries. That's the so one funny. thing I expect out of Vegas. Back in the day, if you were from out of town and you were a nightlife, they took care
1: of you no matter yeah, what. Yeah, yeah,
0: And I don't know if it's like that anymore. I, I, I think it is still.
1: I think, but it, you know. It's changed a lot because before, like, there was some certain people that worked there, and after the pandemic, it was like a new crew, right? And so, like, there's a lot of new relationships you got to. Yeah, build I
0: now. go to the I go to the door a lot, and I don't know anybody. Yeah, And I'm just like, uh, we're DJs here. <laughs> it's totally different now, man. <laughs> I have to yeah, like give them different. my bio a little bit.
3: Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like I DJ here, I DJ there.
1: It's not like LA, where it's like I and don't then, care. And where then, you then you there's are.
3: always that one host that was there from the beginning, and they see yeah. that, like, oh shit, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah. You, know you know
4: what that is. So crooked crooked don't know who the fuck that is <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, what's up my man <laughs> yeah. that's my man that's my man you know
1: but i mean yeah like i don't know like you know when you think of vegas back in the day like i mean now like that i've gone to being like in different cities there's clubs that are just as nice you know and like you know like yeah you get the melting pot of vegas like all around the world and all that uh-huh. but like you know, something about going to, like, other cities where, like, you know, for example, you go to Boston, you know, um, you go to, like, Shrine in Connecticut and all that. They're, like, Vinnies where you're, like, oh, man, this feels like you're in Vegas, you know, and it's not, like, cutthroat where, like, it's, like, money-driven, like, you know, they, they show hospi- hospitality from the front. Hey, how y'all doing and all that, you know? Like, even, like, waiting in line is not as bad, like, compared yeah. to, like, Vegas you're like, all right, who you with? All right, give me a second. And then somebody comes in and then that person's way more important than the other one. So like, they're going to get in first and all that, you know, over there it's just like, you know, and it just comes to show like how much nightlife has grown with clubs, you know, like, but then like we talk about also like the formula that y'all talk about recently on the podcast. And it's just like.
0: So like you're you're talking about like the musical program, like the
1: DJs. Right.
0: So like the DJs, no matter how good they are, and no matter how versatile they can be, they're following this Vegas formula. Yeah. And so they, everyone sounds the same, yeah. right?
1: And so, like, yeah. when you think about going to Vegas, you're like, oh, I'm about to hear some of the top DJs. But then you go other cities that have the kind of, like, the same, like, production speakers and all that. And they're, like, killing it. I'm, like, way better than, like, a Vegas set. And you're just coming to learn, like, wow, like, there's so much out there that, you know, like... That Vegas is, I think, like, back in the day I wanted to DJ in Vegas. Now it's just, like, like, man, I feel like you can go do other spots and you're going to be, ba- be able to play your brand, what you've built, what you've done, you right, know? Right, right, right. So instead of just playing the commercial, like, cutthroat, all, like, what works, you know?
0: What, what you're talking about is everyone now, so, like, there's there was this, I guess, formula for bottle service clubs, not yeah. big room clubs, and everyone in the, you know in the 2010s Vegas was leading yeah right so Vegas was ahead of the market in like big rooms light shows mm-hmm. you know cryo cryo, cryo. everything now mm-hmm. everyone's kind of caught up but the great thing is if you go to different cities there's a there's kind of there's a a character there's a regional like a hometown. There's a, there's a regional yeah. hometown yeah. feel and they're playing the regional hits. Right. So you're like, wow, I feel like I'm in Miami. I feel like I'm in Texas. I feel like I'm in yeah, Chicago. You know, Chicago, New yeah. York, because I'm hearing shit that, that's popping in Chicago and that's regional. In the city. But then you come into Vegas and it's you don't have that edge there's you know it's like it's not leaning to one side it's really dead in the middle Mm -hmm. and it's super safe but it's part of this old maybe like a predictable redundant formula right and it's it it just isn't as interesting as it was five to eight years ago or whatever the fuck
1: and i think another thing too is like music's in a weird place you know like there's no like you know for me, there's no song of the summer. To be honest with you, like mm-hmm. you know, like have y'all talked about, like well,
0: the Nicki Minaj, right? That's
1: man. Believe it or freaking, not, I'm actually getting requests. I'm getting requested to
2: play that. And I'm just like, come on, girl. You know, it's it. funny. When, on the way here, he was like, "Yo, like they were playing a lot of EDM yeah. last night," and I was like, "Yo, yeah. I feel like it's surfacing again. Like the hip hop, not to say it's bad, but I just feel like for the club environment." It's not as suitable, so now like a lot of these EDM records are coming back in. A lot of these like up tempo Latin records. Are I mean, yeah, back like in,
1: right? I mean,
0: but all the even these these like tech house remixes of hip hop. Yeah, yeah, So you have like Fifty Cent. The like the the early club, 2000s R and B. The, the yeah, reason yeah. why yeah. that
1: stuff is working is because like you got to think about it. Like if I was in the two thousands at that time, I was 21, 22, right? So now I'm thirty two years old, and you have these samples. The nostalgia is there. You're like, oh, I remember this. But it sounds different, so you you keep that nostalgia. Well, you, the
0: thing is, is like it's it's kind of funny. We just had that episode with Shecky, and he was yeah. saying that the BPMs go up as the economy goes down, right? Yeah, right. So it's almost like you need a cocaine version of in the club, <laughs> yeah. Or right. you need a cocaine version <laughs> right. of some of these R and B or two thousands hip hop anthems, right? Right. Yeah. And I was talking to somebody, and they're like, "Yo." You know, the BPMs are going up because people are going broke, yeah, and they're depressed, but they're also doing more drugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're doing more coke. To and when you do more coke and when, you do, <laughs>
5: when <laughs> you do...
0: When you're doing these drugs and, and you know what I'm saying, you're doing, you want yeah. faster, more you wanna, aggressive You want to stay hot. They yeah. more. They want more. <laughs> you need that energy to keep yeah. going yeah. and going. Yeah. And <laughs> fun. You know? So it's, it's like, you know, so I was like, it makes sense that we're yeah. hearing, like, it, it makes sense why Tech House is kind of booming a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's basically... Hip hop and R and B on cocaine. Yeah, right. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Great
4: analogy. Another one by Crooked Ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it's <laughs> great. It's <a> <laughs> Really perfect. That's a good teaser. right That's there. a, good, that's a good, one. good teaser. I don't know if DJC is going to want to. You put cocaine on hip hop, and this is what we get.
0: I don't know if Beats uh, or DJC want to promote. But yeah, like, I mean,
4: know, like, cocaine. Like, cocaine
1: in hip hop is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's crazy, yeah. Like what we're talking about too. Like, I mean, I've never heard so much Latin be play that Jewel. Like, I was always usually hip hop. Yeah, yeah. And maybe like two or three tracks of EDM, like
0: that is the only interesting thing happening in Vegas right now is the Latin explosion. Yeah. I sound like Trump, right? Yeah. <laughs> that is the only thing interesting happening in Vegas right now. Fake news! Big news! Hip hop. The hip hop explosion is exploding. exploding.
5: <laughs> oh, We've said it from? before. I'll say it again.
0: The Latin music is exploding
5: in Vegas.
0: Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's exploding. <laughs> it's exploding. It's exploding. <laughs> uh, fake news! Send the hip hop is back. No. Fake fake news. news, news. news. (laughs) I'm Trumpito. The the strip isn't what it used to be. We're going to bring it back. We're going to make it fantastic. We're going to make it great. And Latin music is going to lead the way. This is
5: so
0: good. Trump, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) That was incredible. Trump would never say that. (laughs) The future is in Latin music. Oh hell no. It's all about Guaracha. <laughs> Guaracha is the future.
3: <laughs> oh, that's
0: hilarious.
4: Uh, <laughs> Christ.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying like there's a Latin explosion going on. It's saving all, a lot of these venues, you know, like a lot of these day pools are, are doing Latin events. Yeah. You know, they, um, <clears throat> there's downtown is exploding yeah. with Exile yeah. Altura. Uh, and Altura and um Barreo Saturdays right yeah <laughs> those guys are killing it ar and exile and then you have dynamic coming in for elia yeah. beach then you have yo Yoli, yeah um, South. killing South. at the Seo and on yeah jason yeah. Jason. Sundays. jason maven yeah, jason's doing yeah. this thing downtown yeah, he has, he
2: has mm-hmm. the daylight on a saturday night too yeah, right? petty. oh yeah he he that. The, yeah
0: he has that sunday party at daylight as yeah. well i mean that like there's literally on the strip there's like five like like four to five latin parties a, mm-hmm. a week mm
1: mm-hmm. mhm I mean, like, yeah, like, so... And the was,
4: DJs are playing it in and out of their sets as I well. I
1: mean, yeah, so there were, he was playing, like, who was it? Um, I'm trying to remember who it was, but... Four so, Eyes? It was either Four Eyes or Sour Milk, but it went. he was doing EDM, and then he went to a WAP, Guaracha, and, it, man, it hit so hard. I was yeah, just yeah. like, wow, like... But the thing is, the crazy part is, like, when he was playing the Latin set, like, it was a good hot minute. Everybody was singing it. Yeah. And, like, people that don't even know what they're singing. And it was just, like, made me, like, eyes open, like... Yo, this is like, because I feel like sometimes Vegas is ahead, like, when it comes to, like, music changing, not like, like, I guess, like, West Coast, like, West Coast music, they're going to go be ahead way than the South and the East and all that. But, Mm -hmm. like, for sure, like, seeing, like, white people, like, singing, like, Osuna and all that, I was just like, man, like, and it's slowly becoming that in Texas, too. Like, I've noticed that New York, Florida, all that, like, you know, white people are listening. They don't mind listening to Bad Bunny and all that, but. That's another whole subject with the request of yeah. Bad Bunny and stuff. So yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. do you think that like we talked about it on that like a few episodes with like maybe like the Bay, right? Like with all the transplants coming, it kinda like shaped the music a little bit. Do you do you think that's happened in Austin?
1: Uh it has, because man, like even like with the mic work and all that, when I say if you're from out of town, make some noise, you actually get a louder pop from that than from like Texas Austin local people. Like, you know, there's I mean, even like New Yorkers will hit me up like hey, man, so what is there to do after 2 a.m.? And, like, now, like, the whole after-hour scenes in Austin starting to blow up because people still want to keep going. Like, New Mm York's used to, like, getting done at 5 a.m. and all that. So now, like, you've been seeing, like, hip-hop rooms be after-hours. Like, some tech house rooms or, like, EDM rooms becoming after-hours. So, like, that's becoming a thing now because, like, you get all these New Yorkers, West Coasters, like, coming in, like, and they're, like, wanting to keep keep raging so yeah like the music's definitely changed like now you're like playing like extremely super open format now like you know and that's a dope thing like it's a fun because it's like kind of reminds me of that like am era like i'm literally like Trying to do like sets like that, and like they eat it up, and it's awesome to see that, you know.
0: What you're saying is like I want to talk about a couple of things, right? Because you're you've been in Austin, you've been DJing in Austin for a while, yeah. so you, you you're witnessing a change in Austin, especially after the or during the pandemic, when everyone in Cali was leaving L.A. and stuff, and they're going to Austin. So you're watching the city grow oh, and yeah. boom, and all these tech companies are now invading uh, Austin in the past few years the neighborhoods and everything's changing but like what you're seeing in these these DJ sets or you know how you're approaching it is that do you think that formula of like hey I'm a headliner I have to play the top hits from 12 to 2 a.m. is like that's not necessary nah, anymore?
1: No, nah, I think it's not necessary For no, Austin. Yeah, for Austin I don't think it's necessary anymore. I mean there's so much you can like like obviously there's certain venues like if it's like a big production place right you know you're gonna do that big production stuff it's a hip-hop venue you're gonna do the hip-hop but like the reason like some of these business like places that like we made a formula with like bungalow parlor room and um key bar we built this formula where we're playing like stuff like that and like now like the crowd knows that if we want to hear that kind of music Mm -hmm. you're gonna go there you know and you know, it was hard to find DJs that know that kind of, like, music knowledge because it's, right. like, you know, some of these guys just came for a check but they didn't do, like, music research. So, like, now we have, like, the guys that we work for, which is, like, J Melody's and Anthem. Like, they've, like, gotten their music knowledge so good so they can jump from, like, I mean, they play it all. Like, you know, and, you know, to go to those venues, that's what you're going to get. And, like, luckily, like, we've been able to, like, even tourists, like, they'll be, like, yo, if you want to have a good time, go to these venues, and on top of that, like, you can still get bottle service, but it's not like the girls are dressed up and all that. You're still going to have, like, like, a section where you sit with your, like, rest your bachelor, and you're going to have a good time, drink some champagne, while everybody's just having a good time singing along to everything.
0: Well, like, the Austin scene's different, too, right? So, like, you have, like, sections, like, you have that street, Rainy Street. Yeah. It's like, and there's, like, I don't know, how many clubs are on that street? Yes. How many bars?
1: So before the pandemic? Yeah. Oh man, there was a bar almost in every corner. Now like everything's getting gutted. Like like money is taking over like, you know, obviously Bungalow like was like one of the top bars in in uh yeah. on West next to uh where night uh where DJ Nice uh, DJ to Umbar, RIP. And um Yeah, rest in peace to DJ Nice. And um now it's a high rises are going in there like so there's like three new high rises oh, gonna- so
0: they're, they're they're shutting down the yeah the, the, the nightlife area
1: yeah so why
0: are they targeting that area
1: i don't you know what's crazy like i thought it, like i think once because it's not historical you know and like historical you got to go to like the historic um like the city council and all that to get approved but because i think it's not historical and like they own the property like the guys are just selling the property and like You know, when we were told Bungalow was going to close, like, we're like, there's no way, like, this, we have to find a way to stop this. And, like, even the owners tried, and they were like, no, like, the amount of money they offered, I was like, man, you couldn't pass it up. So it's like
0: San Francisco in, like, the early 2010s. Yeah, pretty much. So it's, like, you guys are going to have, you're going to have, like, the tech, uh, the tech invasion, and it's going to kind of destroy, And it's going to actually destroy the local scene, and that's like what it did to San Francisco.
1: And that's exactly. what I'm afraid of. Like, you know, I've like the amount of stories I hear about how much San Francisco changed. And, and like, it's
0: funny because I always see Austin as the San Francisco of Texas. Yeah. And then the same thing. Rain, Rainy Street
2: is just such a great example of it. Because when I've gone and even when I've played, there's such a like dope local presence. And then even like it's like conversions right there, like old homes. Are converted into like these bars and nightclubs. So there's like yeah. this like mean, nostalgia of the city with these spots. Yeah, and it's like to see that go away, man. It's just kind of wild. But there's you
0: know? one street, rainy street. Yeah. There's like a bar next to a bar next to a mm-hmm. club next to a club next to a club. Yeah, and they don't charge.
2: No. Just, yeah, just yeah. I mean, there's no yeah. go as you there's, there's no cover there's no cover, there's all no over cover.
1: Austin, anywhere in Austin. And there's like no guest list or anything, no. right? The only places you're probably gonna find cover is like Latin places, just because there's not enough Latin venues. So. Like, if you want to go have a good time to go listen to this land music, most of the time they're going to be charging cover and all that. But, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, back in the day before Rainy, and I'll be honest with you, when I, like, first DJ there, I mean, it was, like, just crack houses, straight up. It was, like, just slow. What year was that? Where are we at? 2022. So I'll say probably like 2014 before, you know? Like, Wait, so Rainy Street sure. in 2014
0: was before. like it just was,
1: crack house? It was just like bad. Like, really? Yeah, it was so bad. Like people used to say- Wait, so
0: that bar scene that with where there's a bar next to each other,
1: that's only been around for like six, seven years? Yeah, that's only been- Yeah, so like- I remember even going like. How
0: is that possible, yeah, was How massive. is that possible that so many bars can open all at once on well, one? Street? I mean,
1: at the time, like it was really cheap to buy houses and all that, and like oh. there was like the permit and all that. I mean, I'm telling you, like a house that you were able to get probably back in 2015, 2014 for four hundred thousand, is probably going for one point six million now. Right. So like
0: and it's Austin and there was and I remember in the 2000s there wasn't really a nightlife scene in Austin like I would never get booked in Austin and I think I had one gig in Austin Texas in the like 2010 or something and it was like it was horrific it was like pretty bad
1: it's, it was just it was just like local like you know, for the us, the biggest
4: thing was, was South by Southwest.
1: Yeah, I mean that was the biggest. But thing. But that wasn't
0: even club oriented. No. It was no. like more. They had of like, to build yeah, out
1: yeah.
4: clubs for that.
1: Yeah, so I mean they even bought like it's crazy how much even Saba has changed because back in the day like being in college like when like I will visit from San Antonio to Austin like that will buy like companies will buy parking lots mm-hmm. and then create a stage right. And yeah. I mean I will I mean I even saw Skrillex and Diplo play in an alleyway, which is a dirty alleyway too. Like it was stuff like that, you know and. But that's cool. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting. Dude, it's dope. Like, you're just walking around. Like, I mean, I had Kendrick Lamar's and Big Sean's mixtape CD whenever giving them out on 6th Street. Still have it somewhere. And it's just like to know, like, how, like, that's gone a kind of gone away. It's got very corporate. And that's where I feel like Austin has gone to, like, very corporate. So, this nightlife scene that
0: exploded, right? It really is only six or seven years old.
1: Yeah. Super fresh.
0: And Austin never really had that scene.
1: No, it did. And I mean, it it did, but it was just, like, it was just fun because it was, like, it was districts, you know? Like, San Antonio doesn't have districts. It was a, like, if you go in San Antonio to DJ, like, you DJ at one spot up north, and then your other venue will be down south. There was no, like, bar hopping over there. So, like, we went to Austin just to bar hop. So, San Antonio is like, destination. Destination. Like, yeah. you go to these, to these clubs. You're committed. If you're going to go to this club, you're, you're committed, committed for all that night. night, no matter what. Yeah, yeah got it yeah so like and also we went to austin because you bar hop but that was it you really like there was no big clubs it was like all the bars are probably like 150 max each one yeah yeah and it's all like 30 30 bars right next to each other so that's why you went you know it was like the bourbon kind of thing but it wasn't like as rough as it is now because obviously like it's gotten rougher there too you know um because the east side got dentrified you know and that's where like the like people used to be at like Back in the day, you went to the east side, it was just, pff, like, trash. In Austin? Yeah, in Austin. Like, so the east side is, like, east of 34. So the east side was, like, hood? Yeah, it was, like, hood. Like, you know, and now it's, like, you have all these buildings, you know, like, all these new apartments and all that. And it's, you like. You got,
0: like, a Jamba Juice there?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we have a. Yeah, a coffee shop. So we, we don't call them Jamba Juice. We have, like, an Austin local thing. It was called Juice Land. But, yeah, we have a Juice Land. And you go in there and just get some juices and all that. But, like. Wow. You know, there's a Chipotle, there's a Whole Foods, like none of that was there. There's a Target, like then none of it was there. It was just beat up houses. So like, you
0: you you you're from Houston, right?
1: So born and raised in Houston. Yeah. You're
0: born and raised in Houston, and then you went to college in San Antonio. Yeah, I went to Houston. Oh, nine. And then you linked up with Duano. Yeah. And then you started DJing in San San Antonio. Right. And then you moved to Austin. Yeah. So, and you DJ
1: in Dallas as well. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, I get booked like at least once a month there and all that. So, yeah, like but. the four
0: major cities. I mean, I guess there's five, right? There's yeah. El Paso, mm-hmm. El Paso for sure. El Paso, Houston, Dallas, um, Austin, San Antonio. San Antonio, San Antonio. Right. What is the biggest market for nightlife?
1: Ooh, I say Dallas for sure. Dallas. Yeah, but that's because it's like the um, L.A. pretensions of Texas. So like, a lot of the old money's there, and so like a lot of comp- like guys from oil fields and all that. They like. Grew up in Dallas. Like, so
0: Dallas is like L.A. Yeah, for it's sure. It's like
1: pretentious. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And then I think second will be Houston. And then probably third, I'll say. When Austin. I think of
0: Houston, I think of strip clubs.
1: I mean, yeah, that's what they're known for all day. I mean, Drake literally sometimes buys out the whole venue and like has a private party to himself like at least once a month.
0: So like Dallas is more old money. So you're going to get like probably more like EDM house or like, you know, not maybe some some you know some hip-hop or whatever how how was it out there
1: so you're gonna get everything you know like you know if you go like for example like you go to Greenlight dallas you're gonna get like the whole like vegas experience right right then you go to citizen it's gonna be like hip-hop heavy then you go to bottle blonde it's like a sports lounge so you get almost like all that same area you get like one kind of a thing so if
0: you're if i'm a dj in texas do i want to be like yo i want to be a dallas i want to be a dj in dallas or no
1: yes because they pay the best Okay. Yeah, so, like, and on top of that, like, if you're a good DJ, you get booked. Okay. Like, yeah, like they see your worth and all that, and most of the time, they even try to put you, put you on contract, like, hey, we're going to promise you this amount of days. Yeah, yeah. Don't go play anywhere else. We'll take care of you. Okay. So, they're known for that. You know, that's probably the only city where I know, like, I mean, I see some of my Dallas homies, they're always on some, like, expensive stuff of, like, man, they take care of y'all over there, man. i like, <laughs> damn. I'm like, Are they
4: hiring? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, then, what do you think is the second market? You said Houston? I would
1: say Houston for sure. Um, I mean, Houston's like on the top five cities, like population-wise. The only thing i I will say, like, it's gotten very hip hop heavy. So, like, if you're, like, and obviously, strip clubs being like one of the things that everybody uh, goes to Houston for. Yeah. But like, you know, you you go out there, you're definitely gonna hear some hip hop there. I'm just like, wow, I've never heard this. So this is this is pretty cool, you know. Um,
4: I always felt Houston was more hip hop than anything.
1: I mean, just because
4: there's so many rappers that
2: yeah, come out yeah, of yeah. The I same, mean, right? and that's
1: where and that, that's where originally like the Slim Thugs and all that, you know, like, UGK's even in, like, Wall, Scarface, yeah. all, that. all them dudes, yeah, the Ghetto Boys. Yeah. So like, Houston had that like reputation Rap-ton. for a I while. I mean, even like Meg Thee Stallion, yeah. all of them. Yeah. I mean, Beyonce's from Houston, so yeah, yeah. So like, you know, that's you know, like that's where it comes from, and you know, I, and I mean, you're still gonna get like, you know, the Clay Group. Obviously, gets their, like big headliners and all that, and like they got a bottle blonde as well over there and all that, but. You're going to get all that. You, you're still going to get it, but you're going to get more hip-hop for sure in Houston. Like, you know, if you're trying to look for the, I don't want to call it ratchet, but if you're looking for the ratchetness, you know, that's yeah. that's where to go for sure. And then uh, Austin, I will say is more like a tourist. Like, we get a lot of bachelor and bachelorettes there for sure. But because it's like, there's a lot to do. Like, you know, you can go to the lake. You can do like uh, the the wine, like a lot of wine touring is over there too by Austin. But it's more laid back, right? Yeah. Right, exactly.
0: It's kind of like less formal. Yeah. Like you said, like you don't need a reservation. You don't need bottle service. You don't yeah. need guest list. Yeah. And then you can
2: hop around. University of Texas is like, I think one or two in the largest universities in the country. Yeah, yeah. Maybe number one next like, to Ohio State, right? So it's like. Yeah, I mean, so it's just still
1: know. like a college party city for sure. Like yeah. you f- like, what's crazy is before the like before the pandemic, you felt summers be slow. Like now with everybody moving in, it's like steady, steady, but like it's been so hot. So like all these outdoor venues have been like hurting. Like, I mean, it's been hitting like 113 with humidity, like, wow, you know, so like back in the day, like last year, like throwing a day party was the best thing. This year has been like, man, it's been so hot that people wait till the sun comes down and then, then they'll go out and all that. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Interesting. So what is and then San, and then what's left? San Antonio and El Paso.
1: Yeah. El Paso has a big EDM scene. I mean a lot of festivals are really? there. Yeah. Like and then um the land scene's like really big there. Like that's yeah, for yeah. sure. Like
0: well it's so close to so, Mexico, yeah, right? Yeah, Juarez, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um but yeah, I mean like they always booking like big EDMX and they're like they're very loyal there. Like, you know, if you talk about El Paso, like any of my friends that have like moved to Austin from El Paso, they're like Hey, where is there to listen to EDM only and all that's like that they love that. that they, they love it there. And then San Antonio, like, I mean, it's like it's a tough market. It's a big city. But like the reason why I left San Antonio is because like obviously Duana was running all of San Antonio. And like to compete like somebody that taught me, it was just like one of those things. Like it was hard because he got the first call. Right. So for me, it was just like I took my knowledge that he taught me and I moved to Austin because nobody was doing that being the promoter being a booker being all that and once like did you see something
0: popping in austin that made you want to move there with the with the with rainy kind of building and everything
1: so luckily for me um you know that's how like you know i met nice because um i went out there and um one of my buddies like uh had booked an expensive table and we were he was in san antonio and r.i.p sharky it's crazy how this happened but like you know Sharky booked the table and he told me like, hey, if I booked this table, would you open uh, at Rio? Rio at the time was booking like Tiesto, like top of the line. Like that was probably the only club, to be honest, right. at the time. And Nice was the uh, resident DJ. So that's how I met Nice. And like I um, I opened for him and all that. I was like, hey man, you're a pretty dope dude. Like um, I'm about to work at this different venue. Would you want to like come and DJ for me and all that and I was just like oh shit yeah I'll be down you know let me know what dates you got and all that and then that's how we became friends and stayed in contact and like but it wasn't for nice I wouldn't have broken in into uh
0: Austin
1: yeah I mean he basically like saw like my potential and all that you know and he I mean he had been there for years building relationships and all that so he knew the right people so it was just like kind of godsend like hey like um, and then more venues started becoming available, and it's just like, hey, like, then slowly I was doing, I would DJ San Antonio maybe on Thursday, do a daytime party probably in San Antonio, and then drive to Austin and DJ at night in Austin. Mm. And, you know, and then after a while, I was just like going to Austin a lot, driving up and down, I was like, man, I'ma just move to Austin. Yeah, yeah. And then that's how it happened. Wow. Yeah, so like, if it wasn't for nice, I wouldn't be in the position I'm in now. He like, introduced me to the right people, and. That's the thing about Nice. Like he, man, he was he helped a lot of people. Like he
0: did, right? Man, it's crazy. I mean,
1: he, uh, he
0: was very. Um, it's funny. It's like he set the tone. Like I don't know what it is, but like you know, I talk to a lot of DJs in a lot of cities, and you know, I try to plan events, and like I've never had a group of DJs from a city like Austin, be go out of their way to try to make shit happen. For us, the Road Podcast, and just like, like, just I, it was, it was kind of like it was so odd. It was like the kindness, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. The yeah. generosity and kindness was like I was just taken aback because they really wanted to make an event happen with Road Podcast in Austin for South by Southwest. And Nice was the first one to kind of you I know like remember. to really just kind of execute it and put it all together for so, us. So
1: like I mean um, and. It, and
0: and rest in peace to nice
1: yeah but. so like the way like nice related with y'all and that yeah. was because he was from new york yeah mm-hmm. so he brought that new york hustle and that's the same thing like in san antonio because everything's separate like you were a dj promoter and like when you went to austin there was no such thing as that nice was the only one doing it so that's why he was able to take the market so fast like he was the dj promoter he was a, he booked tables like he did it all like that's the New York hustle. That's what you did in New York, you know? Yeah, it, yeah. It, so
0: I didn't do that. But. No, I'm about to say, <laughs> I, I did not do that.
1: <laughs> but, nice was
0: built different. No, in no. That. Yeah. So I wouldn't have done that.
1: And you know, it's funny how that conversation started because like, you know, me and him will listen to the podcast and then we like, Hey man, what do you think about throwing in a side by side West party? Yeah. And bringing the road. I was like, man, I would love that. You know, let's, let's figure it out. And obviously I like, we already had talked and, um, we I mean, we started group chat. We were doing our Facetime calls and all that, and sure enough, the pandemic happened, and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know there was no sub-by yeah. for two years, and then finally, you know, obviously, like I wish it was in better terms where we were we would be more involved, you know, yeah. because because we were already in different positions, like a lot changed, right? But yeah, man, he, I mean, anytime like a new DJ came up, he will help them. Like, hey, like maybe you need to do this, maybe you need to do that, like check your ego like he was the one that'll tell you straight up in your face you know and you need that you know like a lot of people don't like a lot of people don't get their egos checked, and then next thing you know like they hit this high and when they crash they crash and then that's it Mm -hmm. you know and
0: and people are just watching them crash Yep. Yep. and even 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 when they see like it going turning bad they're just
4: watching it turn back. And they want it to happen.
3: They're, they're they're waiting went, for they it. wait for them to crash. Almost
4: they, they, if they go get their own popcorn and just sit there and just <laughs> wait till this. It's, fu- it's funny, like recently
0: um, I went somewhere and there was like some internal beef in some city. Yeah. And I noticed one of the dudes, you know, was kind of ousted a little bit. Or something happened where they were kind of like moved out of the industry. And I called them and I was just like, yo, like. I don't know what's going on i kind of knew like a vague idea of what was going on but i just didn't like i just saw i know that dj he has so much potential but i think when you're young you're stubborn you think you like you're right or you think this is the the only way and you can't see outside of yourself so i was trying to tell him to like yo take a moment and look outside of yourself and because you're gonna you're gonna die on this rock. is that the phrase you're gonna die on this rock. <laughs> you're going to die on this hill? I never heard of you that huh? You're going to die on this hill Huh? You're going to die on this hill You're going to die on this hill Right? Yeah. Which, which, which means basically
4: Is like your stubbornness Right? There's no, there's no way around it That's There's no way there's, yeah. You're going to die on that
0: You're, you're going to die on this hill You're going to be alone You know what I'm saying? Because you're, you're not seeing yourself and, and kind of your stubbornness And you kind of got to Let this go take the L or whatever it is and try to mend whatever relationship you have, apologize and take accountability for whatever it is you're doing because you're destroying your, your potential for something that's really meaningless. It's just like, and it was a mistake. It was like an honest mistake that some people get that we all do. And it's like,
1: you need to just move on. And, you know, and that's a good thing. Like with these young guys now, like they're listening, like back in the day, like I'm gonna just do whatever I want, you know? And like, I think that's another thing with social media, like everything's very more vulnerable, like everybody can see, like, the kind of DJ you are. You think are. The,
0: the younger DJs are listening more?
1: I think so, you know, because right. it's like, back in the day, like I would hear stories how like there was always egos, like, oh, why, well, I'm gonna just undercut this guy because I want that venue just because I want it. Like, yeah. now it's like, I have a group chat with like 30 DJs in Austin, you know, like, when the whole like nice uh funding came in, like wow, you guys are really unified, huh? Yeah. So like we'll- I'm
0: really I'm really <laughs> impressed how all you I mean, I could be wrong, but the optics are that you guys all get along.
1: Oh yeah. Like we if I'm off, literally the group chat will be like, Hey, I'm off guys, like where y'all at? Everybody will post a thing and they'll go support and say hi and That's amazing. You know, and you know, they'll they'll go do that. And it's dope to do that because it's like, you know, everybody has their niche. Like you know, obviously, if you're like the Dirty Six DJ, yeah. you know, it's more hip hop, but it's like, you know, you have your niche and like you run that venue and like you pack it out and there's a certain way style you play. You play on West Six, that's more like the clubby stuff, like where everybody dresses up and all that. And then they have that niche, you know, and then you go to like the East Side where it's been dentrified, it's all like cocktail bars. And then you're hearing the Catronatas and all that. They have that niche. Then you go to Rainy and it's more like the open format like the bling 182s and you know so like everybody has a niche but like we talk about it like we'll talk about how our night goes you know um and that was one thing when like i mean to be honest like nice kind of started that like you know like like he he, set the tone he kind of set the tone like hey like let's all get together you know like let's go do this and like now um you know like his uh, his best friend, Sleepy, like, now we're going to do, like, a dinner once a month, you know, to kind of, mem- like, remember Nice and all that. Like, wow. we got some plans to kind of, like, you know, remember his legacy because it's one thing that, like, you know, like, you felt, like, the air got sucked out, of, like, in a nightlife scene when that happened in Nice, you know? Mm. And it's, like, now it's, like, you feel the difference. Like, like it's, like, a, like a missing presence in a way, like, right. because he was the guy you hit up, like, most of the time that hey, I'm looking for a DJ, and he kind of knew who, who to get you and how to get you in and that. And
0: he, he kind of paid forward with yep. everybody,
1: yep. right? Yeah, so sort of, you know, he still got his little New York 5% cut. Well, I'm a to book you, but let me get my cut. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's the New York hustle, you sure though, though, you know I mean? That definitely sounds like a New York hustle. <laughs> yeah, <isn't it? laughs> yeah, so, but I mean, he I mean, he was a hustler, man. Like, he, he knew how to, like, talk, like, and I mean— thanks for him for like, you know, teaching me that, like how to talk to the owners and all that. You yeah. Know? yeah Damn. And like, I wouldn't be in a position I am like helping my boss doing the entertainment, like, you know, making sure like equipment, DJ stuff and all that, you know, like, cause over there in Austin, like a lot of venues don't have equipment, you know, we're like the only venues, like nicest venues too. We're the only ones that had equipment, you know, like, and like, because we made sure to take care of the DJ and all that, you know, and like, that's where the that whole, DJ culture started coming, like, together and all that. Right, right, right. There was no, like, if you had an ego, most of the time, yeah, you got kind of pushed out. But then you learn and, like, you're like, hey, guys, like, you know, like, if we're united and we do it together, like, yeah, you can accomplish a lot, you know?
0: See, but I like that. I like that there's room for error. So if, like, someone does get out of line, they're not ousted forever. No, yeah. And especially if they're talented DJs, there's room to come back. But... You also have to come back the right way and you have to come back knowing like yo i fucked up and yo like i learned and i'm gonna start like treating this like a community and not like the me show you know what i'm saying but i i think it's um i think it's interesting like did you feel did you and a a couple djs feel like you guys had to step up when nice passed to keep like you know that energy going
1: so for me my thing was he was my competitor so anything nice did yeah i was just like that that was like the bar so me and him were like if i did something he was just like damn i need to match that bar so right. me and him like and like yeah like now these younger djs is like you know they're trying the spots he used to usually plays at and it's some big fee to fill in you know and yeah. like these venues have been asking me like hey like you know like can you get out of your contract how much is your contract like we want to like make sure like. I'm like just like I'm like loyal to like the company I'm with with Trinity, like obviously, you know, Osh and all them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um Shout to Osh. And, you know, I'm loyal to those guys and like because they take care of me, you know. I mean like I'm not trying to be a fifty year old DJ. They're teaching me like the ways of the business and all that, you know. Hopefully maybe I can become like more than just like a DJ, you know? And, you know, that was the same thing Nice was doing and me and him were like learning together at the same time with all that, you know. And but yeah, like I mean, it was, it's some hard shoes to fill in because like he brought the people in and all that. And like, now they're like trying these other guys and it's just like, you see, you miss the presence. just like, man, like nice did this, nice did that. And like, right. you know, and, but yeah, like I kind of felt like I got to step up more too because it was just like, like, I don't want to say who's my competition, but it's more like, man, like who's going to check me or who's going to teach me, who's going to learn with me in a way, you know? And, um. But um overall, yeah, like it, it just I I really miss nice already. Like yeah, everybody yeah. does, you know, you can tell. Like it's yeah. just like Austin's just different, completely yeah. different.
0: <clears throat> he recently passed uh when did he pass? It was very recently.
1: Like a month ago now. A like month it's, ago. Yeah, it's about a month over and a month.
0: And it was COVID related?
1: So they they can't find out what it was. <clears throat> he just never woke up. He went to sleep and never woke up. Okay. Yeah, it was one of those things, which is weird because it's like, I mean, he had like heart surgeries and all that before because right. he had a heart murmur and all that. But like, was he sick before? Or? I mean he he was just sick with a cold. Like I mean, he took off for the weekend and and then I don't know. I mean, I was texting him that night and then like a couple hours later, and that's when I found out. Mm. You know, Quiz was the actually the one that called me and he was just like, "Yo, did you hear about Nice?" And I'm like. Oh, man, what's going on? And how did Quiz? I know, how well, did he know first? Well, before? because um, I, I think uh, Sleepy, which is like Nice's best friend, yeah, like yeah. they're all from New York. Oh, okay, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 they're all from New York, so um,
4: yeah, I found out because that's how Quiz posted.
1: Yeah, and um, the only reason I knew something happened in Nice is because the people that called me were the people that were super close to Nice, and I was just like, Man, something happened to Nice, I already know. It. And once I called Quiz back, I was just like, fuck what happened just, yeah. like, he just never woke up and i'm like man that's like and the weird thing is it's like you know that's one thing that i want to like talk to dj is like and i was talking to him like man we need to be like get insurance life insurance all that like you know luckily for me like that was one of the things i told the company like if i'm gonna be on contract i want to be on insurance i want to have health care i want to have all these things right and um you know they were like okay let's do it you know we'll take care of you and have that and it's good that I can go to the doctor if something happens to me and all that, you know. And I know like he had insurance, but it wasn't like you know you, you get whatever you can afford, right? To get like some of the
5: perks, right?
1: yeah, some of the perks. But like, you know, we were it was my we were actually eating for my birthday, and it was like, man. And he was telling me about his health, and I'm like, yo, man, you ever thought about getting life insurance? He's like, man, I've been sitting here thinking about it, and it kind of like we had a, like an hour conversation about just like health and life and all that, and because we do it every time we. We go eat barbecue on my birthday and his birthday and we do that and we eat talk. Eat the
0: shittiest food while you talk about health. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The most gracious.
1: But yeah, I mean.
3: Slabs of red shit. <laughs> yeah, to take better butter. care of hey, myself. You, can't, the beat the barbecue barbecue barbecue. Uh,
1: you can't beat Texas
3: barbecue. You can't
4: beat Texas barbecue. Austin. Austin, <laughs> Austin <laughs> barbecue
3: like is Cholesterol,
0: high blood pressure, <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> Let's talk about health. Pass, sweet Pass tea. That, <laughs> that sweet
1: lemonade. Yeah. so yeah. <laughs> that sweet tea. That Kool-Aid. Yeah, so like he was actually like Working on going vegan too because he's like you know yeah. he got his like uh, colon check and all that. And you're
0: you're you're kind of vegan.
1: Yeah, so I can't eat dairy. So the mm-hmm. problem is like a lot of places use butter and all that. So yeah. most of the time like I have to go to a vegan spot to eat. Mm-hmm. You know and like because
0: I remember last time I visited you took me to uh, a vegan Mexican spot. Yeah. It was good.
4: Oh my yeah.
1: god, that fucking place is delicious. <laughs> oh man, I've, like, there's some more spots that I've opened in Austin, and I'm just like, what was it called again? It was uh, <sighs> Mr. Natural. Yeah, Mr. Natural. Yeah, Natural. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, like. Nowadays, like, I mean, dude, when I went to New York. The vegan food is some of the best vegan food I've ever had in my life. It's like the real thing. Like L.
4: Like a. is better. No, when I first I ate f- I vegan for the first time with Cricket. Oh my god, bro, <laughs> that shit was. It was.
0: A, it was in L. A. It was a Cafe Gratitude. Oh, my, it's like no, I've no, heard no, of that no, spot.
4: Actually, I was no gonna no go check it out, bro, It's yeah. the best. I I remember we ate like at noon. Say it was on a Friday. I didn't get hungry till Saturday fucking afternoon just how good that fucking food was but I like, think the good so thing, thing
1: about, and, the good thing about vegan food is like digest is better you know yeah, like yeah. it's not like as bad as like you know like eating. like the ribs you guys yeah, were eating yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> up yeah I mean you follow see like I mean I feel bad sometimes too like sometimes when like I, I'm taking D to like barbecue and then he's DJing just <laughs> the itis <the, laughs> is you know. kicking <laughs> in yeah man like I got, so a, I got a strict
0: rule like not to eat like uh, after 6 or 5 p.m. Yeah. If I'm DJing that night. Yeah, I I
3: can't really eat before. Yeah, I can't eat too late before I DJ or or, or, else. I'll be all fucked up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's just, that's just a rule. I don't know how you like, I don't know how motherfuckers, I I see motherfuckers have dinner at like 9 p.m. And
2: then go eat. And and then they go DJ. I'm like, how you do that shit? I can't do that. man. That's crazy. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's really nuts. I don't think that's, Oh, yeah, I mean, I, crazy. If I, I DJ,
2: mean, I know I probably won't eat super heavy, but like you can't help it me in to Texas, bro. Like we had we was having ribs, brisket, smoked chicken, sausage. Jeez. Hey, yeah, we get it. Yeah. We know. I know we <laughs> know <laughs> that. We and know? Then, like, eating sausage, spinach, chocolate? like what with greens, macaroni and cheese, baked
1: beans. So much or for coast, the, the, the whole menu. <laughs> no, yeah, it's the whole <laughs> menu. Because sure. you know,
2: you, you we was like buying the meat by the pound. Yeah,
4: what you want?
2: <laughs> hey, yo, <laughs> the whole <laughs> meat <menu, laughs> by <laughs> the <laughs> pound. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Give you like the little iron tray, just. <laughs> By the pound, man. not yeah, even a plate, okay. you're looking okay. on
1: some paper and you're just like, All right, we got it, we got it. Right. <laughs> hey, if we you come it. to Texas and you come to Austin and you want some barbecue, let me know. No, all the yeah. spots. Mm.
0: wait. So, so you would have these conversations with nice, and he and he was trying to turn his um, like turn everything around,
1: yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I mean, when did he started wanting to turn this around? Well. You know, he when he did some checkup and he told me that it, I think his, it's something with his colon in it and they told him that he needed like to clean it up. So hence why I like you know I recommended like vegan and all that. Like yeah, yeah. He didn't even drink. He was sober already. You know, but he, it, he didn't drink. He didn't drink at all. The problem was just like he couldn't work out because of his heart murmur. Mm. And like you know, when you have a heart murmur surgery, like you kind of have to. It's like training like your Achilles, like you know, to like work again. And I was telling him like. Yo man, you got to go run, you got to go walk and all that. And he mean he struggled walking like for long distances because of his heart sure. murmur, you know? Like he never trained his muscle to be like so wow. You know, and you know obviously like when you eat bad and like you right, know, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he loved to eat, you know, and so after a while like that catches up to you, you know.
0: Well, you well, you don't have a vice. He's not he's not drinking, right? He's not working yeah. out or active like that, so he needs something
1: Yeah. To feed the beast, yeah, yeah. To, to
0: kind of just to
3: make up for what's what he's not doing,
1: right? I mean, for he the, was. I mean, they called him the marathon man, man. The dude was doing eight hour sets. He didn't give a fuck. Like, yeah, it, yeah. I was just like, whoa, like, I was like, you good with doing eight hour sets? It's like,
0: so he was trying to change everything. And what was that? Maybe earlier this year?
1: Yeah, yeah. that was like literally like three months ago, four months ago. He was wow. trying to change all that, and he did. And like, you know, he would just eat bad once in a while. And then obviously, my birthday was like, yo, like it was a tradition to go eat barbecue. So that's why we did it. But I mean, you know, he kept it with just turkey and like potato salad and all that, nothing crazy. But you know, that's when we were talking about his health, like, hey man, like, you know, you've been getting yeah, sick man. a lot, like maybe it's time like you get life insurance and all that. And then two weeks later that was that happened and I was just like, Wow. It's crazy. Oh man. Yeah, you know, like to have that deep conversation with him and it was just like Damn. that to happen and it was just like, you know, it made me think, you know, like obviously like, you know, I beat cancer in twenty thirteen, like I'm good since, you know. But it makes me think like you what just... What kind of
0: cancer did you have? So
1: I had a malignant tumor in my intestine because of my ulcers. So it was like an like a ulcer cancer. Um, luckily, Why were you
0: having ulcers? Just stress?
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't know how to handle stress. Obviously, like breakup and all that was one of the big things. I was drinking a lot from college and all that and you know, it finally caught up to me. Luckily, I caught it. You stopped drinking. Yeah, yeah. I'm like completely sober like last,
0: now. Was it last year or 2020?
1: I would say last year. I think year. we had conversations so, about this, right? Yeah, yeah, so it was last year in July, just because it was like, you know, back in the day, like, I mean, I could drink and function wake up the next day. Like, after the pandemic, I developed anxiety, you know, and never had that. And maybe it's because I was gone from like, the high intensity nightclub life, you know, and like, coming back. Wait, so you got anxiety
0: just being home?
1: No, so, like, drinking, like, after, like, a set, and I'm drinking, like, I couldn't sleep, and then I'll wake up with, like, bad anxiety, like, sweating and all that.
0: Oh, yeah, because I'm, I'm thinking uh, Austin shut down during the pandemic, it and did. you guys didn't. <laughs> <So>
1: <laughs> I'm about yeah, to say yeah, that, right? so <laughs> he was working. No, so we did <laughs> shut down, right. then we opened... And it only lasted a week because it was, like, it, like, searched How so much How long bad. did
4: you shut down, like? Because I remember we we canceled our South by Southwest yeah, yeah. event. Can- yeah, I was going to say, Nice told us to wait till the fucking last minute to cancel that event. And we were well, ready to we, go. And we were going to we go. Like, we even, we oh, go. Yeah, even when that pandemic hit, we were still going to go. Honestly, we canceled <laughs> our flight I'm going to be real with you. Nice, nice and CRG
0: was kind of like when I hit them up and I'm like, yo, we got to cancel this event. Uh-huh. It was just kind of like, all right, like. <laughs> pussies Bro. Yeah a little bit <laughs> Bro, So get this So get this They were this. like i right, on that Pussies But Girl, they were like They yeah. were like being nice They were like We understand uh,
4: your decision But they were like Yeah you so, a
1: pussies." So get this <laughs>
4: You know what's funny Our flight was gonna leave On Tuesday And we cancelled it On Monday yeah. When, we, when, yeah. we, when yeah. we had to re- Call our fucking flights And just call them off but we waited to the last minute. We thought about buying gloves. We had. I yeah, bought yeah, a bunch of gloves. <laughs> wear <a> double mask. <laughs> yeah. We're like,
1: fuck it. We're still gonna go do this, shit. dude. So get this. That week, I got COVID on Thursday. Wow. Oh, you did. I was we one of the first the ones. See, I was one of the first ones, and I was thinking, like, man, if Imagine Sabai would have lasted, and I would have just, it just would have been a spreader. You know, y'all would have went back home. We would have gotten sick. Right. I wouldn't hear the end of it from Crooked. Like, man, we got sick over there in Austin, Texas. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never CRG. going back. Fucking C R G. Fuck C R G. Did it hit you hard? Dude, it honestly it felt like a normal cold, man. And right, I was right. one of the first ones to get it. But then like when I was seeing how much people like I mean, I lost a couple of friends that,
5: hmm. you know,
1: they passed away from like COVID and right. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they had, like, health issues. Like, you know, they didn't eat right. They didn't work out. People like,
0: don't get that. It's, like, it's different for every fucking yeah. person. Yeah. It's literally. Yeah. It's exactly, a, man. The vaccine. Yeah. It, everyone reacts different to the vaccine. Yeah. You know, like, I just came. I just was in San Jose visiting my sister my niece. And they're not vaccinated. And it's, like, I, I get it. Like, then. You know, everyone kind of assumes, oh, you're not vaccinated. You're, you want, you're like, you're, you know, you're pro Trump, and you're like, you know, you're anti, you know, you think this is all a whatever, and it's like, nah, they just like everyone's health issues are just different, you know. Yeah.
1: I mean, when I got the vaccine, I got sicker on the vaccine than I did with COVID. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like I mean, those me. I mean, I, dude, I had a hundred, a fever of one hundred seven, one hundred six, and I was like, dude, should I go to the doctor? And then I fell asleep. Woke up the next day. I was fine. I was like, okay, cool. Like that's it. Yeah,
4: that last that that one hundred four, one hundred five fever hit me too, but like for like a cool hour. Yeah, and then it just goes away.
0: You know what what I realized with COVID, and I didn't realize it before, but sleep is so important. Like the biggest, the biggest cure for uh, anything. Well, the biggest cure for COVID, right, is sleep. So much so that when you have COVID and like you go to the hospital, the only thing they could do is put you to sleep. Yeah. They put you in a coma, you know, because your body just to to just focus on fighting that off. And I was talking to my sister about sleep. Um, She's like studying sleep and like watching clouds, like really kind of ill shit. But sleep is so fucking important. And uh, it was it's funny because I was having a conversation with her about dreams and I'm like, I don't really dream that often you sleep and she's like oh that's not good and she's like dreams are actually when your brain is kind of like still awake it's like detoxing Mm -hmm. so if if like um i think she she was mentioning like joe rogan and some people they smoke a lot of weed so when you smoke weed or when you drink liquor you don't have dreams Mm -hmm. but when you if you like if you stop drinking and you stop uh smoking weed you start dreaming, but it's like all these dreams from like when you shouldn't have been dreaming the past few months. It just like compounds all on you. Oh, damn. And this is like nothing but dreams because your brain needs to kind of make up for the lost time that it wasn't able to like just kind of detox and get rid of all this shit. Yeah. But if you're not dreaming, um, it's like kind of a bad thing. Because I recently had a dream, at, I was sleeping at her place and i had the craziest it just seemed like all these That's things scary. were you, happening you, you never have dreams I, maybe i don't remember it but i don't have these yeah, yeah like the thing is that i had this crazy dream while i was staying there it was like insane like there were so many exes ex girlfriends in the dreams it <laughs> was like
4: it was flavor lumber. yeah there <laughs> was like there was
0: like all these these like past dramas and all these things compiled and i just kept running into everybody and I realized, like, yo, this, and I was like, this was an intense dream. <laughs> it seemed like all this shit was
3: happening at once. She's like, do you dream a lot? I'm like, I don't really think so. And then she was like, that's not good. I mean, that's weird you say that because I feel like I don't sleep enough. But I always dream, though. Even, like, the little sleep I get, I always, I'm always i always dreaming. Your, your brain is detoxed. That's good, then. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's good. But still, I still need, I usually get, like, the most sleep I get is five hours. And that's not good. No. That's fair. It should be, like, eight. I don't know. Like eight hours. I don't know because
1: like ever since like i got sober, I can sleep five, six hours and I, I'm i great. I'm ready yeah, to yeah. go. But, but here's I, the
3: thing. I do the five, but I I wake up like in three hours in the five I wake up, go back to sleep for another two hours. But I think you have sleep apnea. I think and so, yeah. I got to get that. It's like,
0: it's a, like a, yeah, I feel like a, a lot of us got to get analyzed for sleep and to, to breathe. That. That's, That's what I have
1: to do that, next. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Like
0: I think I have a deviated septum mm-hmm. because I got... I got fucking knocked the fuck out, like, in 2000, I don't know when. Like, in the 2000s when I was young. But I know one of these nostrils is, like, caved in. And it's like, I can not hardly breathe in one nostril. Shit. We
1: sure. going to so call like, it that.
0: I'm breathing in one We going to call it that. <laughs> no, like, I'm breathing out of one nostril, like, one and a half nostril or some yeah. shit. But, like, yo... Sleeping is like so important. Like when motherfuckers sleep yeah. more and longer, like their skin gets better, their body gets to like work exactly, on all yeah. the. Why
4: do my shit's so smooth, baby? I mean, I mean, dude, yeah,
1: I honestly you're like, a little bumpy and shit, and oily,
4: you're fucking oily ass. <laughs> oh, that's my that's my new uh, unseen sunscreen that I'm putting on.
1: I mean, yeah, so like, like an anytime, oily like, ass
0: like, nose and shit. No, I'm <laughs> just
4: kidding. It is. It is.
1: my new it's, sunscreen. It's funny that you say that, but Nice has sleep ania. He had to sleep with a machine. Oh, yeah. Crazy. And so like you know. Anywhere he traveled, he had to have that machine, yeah. and he would like even tell me like, if you see me fall asleep, make sure I have that machine on.
4: Did he, you don't know if mm-hmm. he had. No,
1: he did have it, it, it on. That was the weird thing. I was just like, did he have it on? He's and because that was the first thing I thought. Like, right, right, right. Because he was sick. You know, maybe he took some Nyquil and like working on music and a computer at home. Just and maybe he just forgot. And I thought it's like, did he have his machine on? It's like they did. They said he did, but it was just like it's weird. Like, like they, they can't figure out what happened. You know. He did. So then I heard like week after that he did get tested for COVID and it was not COVID. So it was just, yeah, like something must have happened where like maybe it was one of his hard things that we don't know about, you know, like. Yeah. yeah. But like, I mean, so it was just a weird like it was just random, you know, like because I like I said, we were texting Saturday. You was his
4: mood off a little bit? Like,
1: no, I mean, it was normal. Like we were talking normal. Like we were like, he sent me some music and all that. And then, you know, like. But, yeah, I mean, we will talk about that. Like, I mean, he slept hours, though. Like, you know, and I will say, like, me not drinking now, like, oh, man, I sleep so good. Like, I just, five, six hours, I'm good. Like, when you drink, like, man, like, you go eight hours, and then you're like, then you get up and it's just already you're already ruined your day. You but you know
0: that I will say like when I see you in pictures now, your skin looks better. Oh, even man. even your hairline looks better.
1: Oh dude, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like everything. Dude, bro. Bro. I, That's I'm a, foul bro, no, so get this. Like I feel like I've gotten five years back in my life
0: Real, from stopping man. the yeah, drink.
1: Yeah, straight up. You look better. Like I, I'm not saying you look
0: like shit before. You no, know, yeah, but you're you But you look like you know.
1: Yeah, like I mean. I've lost. Probably, you looked older for sure. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I've I've lost like thirty pounds. You yeah. know, like yeah, like my hair's grown, But even my barber's told me, like you know, are like, yeah, your hair. I mean, yeah, I've done some like biotin in order for me to like to get my hair growing and all that. Tin. But um, you know, like, but yeah, like I literally like I look at pictures now compared to like I'm like yo, I feel like I'm in my twenties again. Like even yeah. my mind feels that way. You know, the way I complete work now and all that. And I've gone sober before. Like the longest I've gone sober was like three, like two years. Like. And so the reason why I did it again was because, like, I had to put mental health first. And, like, a lot of people don't do that, you know.
0: So you were saying you were getting, you during the pandemic, you were DJing,
1: right? Yeah, I was just, so during the pandemic. So we closed,
0: it reopened, you were DJing. I
1: mean, I'll be honest, like, I was DJing while everything was closed. We were okay, doing some yeah. crazy house parties and all that, you right, know. Right, right. And... Um, yeah, I was, you know that I
0: mean, obviously you got yeah, it first, You got it the first case case
1: week,
4: motherfucker no,
1: but How many times have you gotten COVID? Twice Twice? Yeah
4: you, I got one twice. I don't I think more than
1: that No, yeah. twice Believe it or not, twice But I mean I'm, That shit is like in your pocket It's yeah. like in your clothes Yeah <laughs>
4: What what shit? Shit. Take a shot of COVID,
1: <laughs> not and shoot. Not with monkeypox, man. I'm like hand sanitizing almost every second now. Like, really? You know, yeah, I'm You're
0: like, scared of monkeypox, but not, not COVID. Not COVID. I felt COVID was like a cold, but until
1: like you know, yeah. Start
4: knocking motherfuckers out. And let's not. Leak. Let's not get into this. <laughs> yeah, conversation. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus like,
1: Christ. yeah. But <laughs> then he's when from it, Texas. Remember? That. Yeah. I mean, in Texas, we just handled it like it was just whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. But like. But, I mean, yeah. So,
4: where did anxiety
1: come from? Dude, that's the thing. Like, I don't.
4: Were you having anxiety attacks?
1: Oh, dude, yeah, man. It was like. the worst, huh? Dude, I I remember my first one. And it was just like. feel
4: like you're going to die.
1: Dude, the the world was closing. Like, like everything was, like, foggy. I'm, like, taking deep breaths. And I'm like, this is in the middle of my set. And I'm like, yo, what's going on? Like, you know, and.
4: Your fingers start feeling numb?
1: Yeah. And then I started, like, you know, like, I was just like, man, like all right, let me take a shot (laughs) to feel better, because that's what you think, you're just anxious from your set or something, you know, because, like, everything was weird, like, when you started DJing, like, everybody was sitting down, so you really weren't throwing a party, you know, it was, like, very strict, Yeah, Yeah. but then, like, as time's getting busier, like, you know, I was drinking more and all that, and I'll wake up hungover, and then I'll go DJ, and I'll be, like, you know, anxious, and I'm, like, why am I anxious? I've never felt this feeling, and, like, you know, I would ask people like, yo, like I've seen people that talk about anxiety. I'm like, I don't know what that feels like. So you don't know where it came from. I, and that's the thing. Like I've been thinking about looking for a therapist to like, yeah. you know, because like I used to look for it. Th- I used to have a therapist before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I haven't like, but I thought about going back because it's like,
4: you want to connect the dots. I, yeah. I want to know right. where
1: does that do you, come Do you, from? you bottle up feelings and shit? Yes and no. You know, like my because
4: clo- my my biggest problem was not expressing feelings. Yeah. So like when I, I when I had and when I went through it, it was just because I was holding shit back. So obviously that ends up going somewhere at a point. Right. But it comes like a fucking ton of breaks.
1: I mean, my closest people know how I feel. Like if I'm like having trouble, like you know, back in the day, if anything I held more back in the day, and I didn't get anxiety. Like now it was just like I would just get it, and I'm like, man. Yeah. And then when I stopped drinking it just, I still get it, but not as bad, but it went away. You know, like I went like, first I stopped drinking, then I cut off caffeine. Then I I recently brought caffeine and was giving me anxiety a little bit, but nothing Mm. like crazy. But obviously it's because you get jittery, right? Yeah, you get jittery. Yeah, but like, you know, like it's helped me a lot be more focused. And like, like, I don't miss that feeling. And like, sometimes I get it because it's like, you're a different person when you're sober and like, in like massive crowd places, you're like, man, how do I handle myself? Because you've always been like, oh, let's go take a shot. Like, let's go do this and let's go do that. Right. And, you know, you don't realize, like, how, like, that's the easy route to do things. Well, you, you get know?
4: dependent on it, right? Mm-hmm. It becomes, but, uh yeah. It's your numb. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, me and you are kind of the same age group and shit. And I tell cricket all the time when I went through anxiety, he's like, well, where did it come from? Or how did, why did you get it? You're so young. But it's just bottling up emotions, things that you don't express. Right. Like, mine came right after my grandmother passed away. I didn't fuck. That was like my second mother. I didn't shed a tear, but later on, that shit caught up to me. Mm. So maybe you bounding it up for so many years, and somebody fuck with you, you're like, oh whatever, and you didn't let it really phase well, yeah, you. Yeah,
0: maybe what you're saying is maybe there was a trigger that happened, and it just it just fucked you
3: up yeah. right away.
4: Yeah, I
1: mean, but it, there's a
3: name for it because I had that problem when I was drinking heavy. Like if I the next day I would have anxiety. What, like, was it the Red Bull? I the don't Red, think it was The Red Bull I think it is The, the Red ca- Bull Caffeine Blue. can Red Caffeine Bulls, can trigger Red Bulls, yeah. Really bad
1: Yeah it's Cause yeah. I used
3: to have Like the next day Of my anxiety I felt like something bad Was gonna happen Like Yeah Like something gonna fall on me Or whatever but I Even like, if I yeah. dj that night I would still have that anxiety And I'd be scared, like, this is not good. I don't know what's going to happen. I feel feel
0: like liquor might be a part of that, but I also Uh think Red Bull just, like, it speeds your
4: heart rate up, and it's just like, and it makes you feel like something's going to happen, or like, you Mm -hmm. know. And it's all in your mind at the end of the day, but it's just hard to control that shit. Like, it's really, really hard, and you're like, trying to, I mean, I've had anxiety attacks in front of D-Miles, and he's seen me get the worst. You just, like, you feel like you're going to collapse and just die there.
1: And, I mean, there's a study showing that, like, vodka Red Bull is just as bad as doing cocaine. And I'm just like, wow. Like, yeah. you know what really? I mean? Like, yeah. Like, if yeah. you can look it up, there's a big study that they show that doing vodka or like alcohol with Rebel is just as bad as like racing your heart as cocaine.
0: It's not as bad. I
1: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but maybe, that, know. But, you know, like, bro, I mean, there's been times too, like, luckily for this Apple Watch, like, I kind of see my, like, my heart rate sometimes, you know. That calms
4: and, me the fuck down.
1: Yeah. I'll go, I can go see and I'm like, you know, like. I, I compare some of, like, the differences when I was drinking, like, and I look at at that, and I'm like, if I'm DJing and I'm drinking and my heart rate's at 140, that's a problem, you know, and, like, like I never caught that on because you're in the middle of your set, you're focused on the music, you're focused on that, then out of nowhere, boom, your anxiety just hit, it's like, where did this come from? Luckily, I'm able to look, you know, and I was just right. like, okay, so something is stemming my heart rate to go this high up and all that.
4: But also, you gotta understand, that's also not the most accurate if you're DJing because of the bass and everything, the BPM of the song can be hitting at that point. Yeah, really? you're, yeah, you're moving around, you doing all this shit. I mean, your hand on the on the on. The, on <laughs> you're laughing, asshole. But your hand on the CDJ. CD. My, my heart rate's
3: exactly <laughs> heart rate, the same as BPM, the BPM, BPM on the song. Pe- pe- got my fucking heart rate one thirty.
4: <laughs> Believe it or not, be- so you're jumping around, you're moving around, so it goes up a little bit.
1: Believe it or not, I actually calculate like how many calories I burn while I DJ because I move a lot and I usually burn about three fifty to four hundred in like four hours.
0: It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy how much how many calories we burn. Yeah. yeah. And 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 I, you know, obviously we're moving a lot and shit, but I really think it's concentrating. <laughs> yeah. It's really concentrating mm-hmm. and like handling the pressure and just dealing with that. I think it's like that's ex-
2: Probably one of the most draining things. Oh, for I've, I've, hours. I've sweated more DJing than I've done doing during a workout sometimes. Yeah. Are you like, a Nasty oh, boy because you're going somewhere else.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
2: you're a nasty boy. <laughs> so wait, you stopped drinking. I remember we had this uh, a long
0: conversation about this, right? And and then you were saying you, you microdose now with, with shrooms.
1: Oh my god. Probably the best thing that I like. I so, want to get into that. So like
0: you and like Lima. Like, you you guys stand by this. Yeah, Lima's yeah, I right mean, Because he's trying. a former drinker and uh, on top of other drugs. Yeah. But he stands, he lives for this. He's for like shrooms. a Joe Rogan of DJ. Man, so like. <laughs>
1: he's He actually
0: gave me a, like a Tupperware thing of like the shrooms that he does. And I've yet to like. You adult, haven't, I've haven't let let tried you it, it. Yeah, yeah. Look, no, so- I'm, I'm ready to go. What you waiting for? I'm not scared. I'm just kind of like, uh, I'm just trying to figure out when's the right
3: time. Yeah, that's my try. problem. You know so what like, I did? Recently, I took an edible before I DJed. How was that? I don't it was, think it, you know. It was weird, man. It just felt like—is it a
0: high energy gig or is it kind of like a lounge?
3: It was like a mid. What um, is that? it? It was like, like a it lounge. Was a, it was like a loungey, Okay, a lounge. A loungey vibe, but it was just like, it felt weird. It didn't feel right. Like there was part of me was like something. Once again, something bad was gonna happen. Then I was just like, all right, cool. It was like up and down feeling. But did you enjoy it or it wasn't enjoyable? I expected more out of it. Let's put okay. it like that. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. It didn't fuck me or whatever. Yeah. But I thought. See, I don't I think an
0: edible it would be good to DJ on. Yeah, I, I think that's like the worst. That would trip me. Yeah, I would never down. do it again.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt like I needed something different since I'm not drinking while I'm DJing. All right, I'm thinking, All right, let me try an edible. See what happens. But, like I said, You've been, I, you've I would been never sober.
0: Drink. You've been. You've been sober DJing for how long now?
3: Mm, three months. Just three months. Going on four. Yeah. Awesome. Are
0: you are you getting are you used to
3: it? I'm getting comfortable with it. Yeah. You're
0: comfortable with it now. Yeah.
3: But it's you At still kind of want it. something. It depends. Like if the if the crowd is into it, if the, if the fucking if everyone's hype, I wanna I wanna do something. And I, like, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Cricket. Can someone give me some? I cool wanna <laughs>
4: Vodka. I'll, I'll take be, anything, I give me cocaine. Be, yeah, whatever you give want. Me <laughs> <laughs> but,
3: but, 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 whatever but, you're on, I want <laughs> to
2: be honest Isn't that crazy though? It's like <laughs> when, no, you, when, when mean, you got it popping, you just kinda want to feel some kind of stimulation, right? Yeah, man. I like want to feel just,
1: what they feel. <laughs> what they feeling over there. But <laughs> like you just like
2: you are rocking with the crowd, you got it jumping, and you just like, I wanna feel something like I wanna be there. <laughs> it's it's great. for me
0: one the one thing I hate is like <coughs> if I had a great night mm-hmm. and I'm like oh I want to celebrate or I want to share with some I want to talk about and you want to keep it going yeah I want I'm like yo like tonight was dope like and yeah. I, and then it's like I just gotta you guys just gotta learn to be like all right let's go back to the hotel. <laughs> And School. go to sleep.
5: <laughs> 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 tough.
0: dude, that was
1: like my hardest thing. Like when I was drinking, like, I, like you know, during the pandemic, like we'd throw house parties from like ten p.m. to like right. six in the morning. So then when things started opening up and two two o'clock closed, you were like, "Damn, I want to step keep, keep going because yeah. I've been locked up in this house for so long and all that." And then you start realizing you weren't
0: it, locked like, up for anything, motherfucker. Right. But, but <laughs> you
1: still going. Man. But I mean, honestly, like, so if you ever want to try it. Do it somewhere where, for example, like how about you go do it when you go to everyday people? Do like a microdose,
0: yeah. yeah. I'm not the thing, <coughs> is, I'm not afraid to take it, yeah. I'm afraid, it. you know. Yeah. I just forget it's to forget to be like because you gotta it's in a powder form, so I gotta put it in water or I gotta, you know, I gotta do something with yeah, it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, like, it tastes nasty, I just gotta
3: plan it out, it tastes you know? nasty, but. What do you do? I mean, can you like explain this to me? You take so, like a, you mix it with water, right? Well, so
0: here, this is what happens is like, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, okay? There's different ways. You What you want to do is you want to get a supplier <coughs> that's either finding them or growing them or I don't know what mm-hmm. the fuck. So you get them straight from them. Mm-hmm. From what I heard, it could be 800 to 1,000 per ounce or pound. A pound? Pound. A pound. Yeah. So like 800 to 1,000 per pound, mm-hmm. which is a lot because that's, the fucking <laughs> mushrooms are like light, yeah. right? Yeah. And then- what they do is a lot of them like blend it so Mm -hmm. it goes into a powder form and then once it's in a powder form you can put it in water Mm -hmm. or in capsules in capsules and then I think capsules are probably best right or what, what do you think
1: I eat the real thing you just eat you, the mushroom. Yeah, the I, I eat the mushroom, the real thing. You, cut, you, know? you know how
3: much you, you, you take? cut the middle, man. You just take that
1: shit. I just yeah, I just take that shit. You know, and so you're not cutting it up. Like, no, man. so I'll cut it up. Sometimes I'll put it in a capsule and then eat it. But like yeah. you know, you. But
0: don't you think that's more controlled? Like you like, I can take three capsules, or does it matter because the mushrooms are all different?
1: It just depends because some like mushroom leaves are going to be like much more potent than others, right? right? But like, you kind of know like just ripping that little piece and you take it. You kind of know like the first, like, 30, 40 minutes, like, an hour, like, how you're feeling, like, you know, you start, your your <coughs> energy starts coming up. So, what do you start with, like, a, something the size of your thumb? Uh, man, honestly, probably half of that, you know, like, oh, wow. because you just don't know how, like, your body, like, obviously, a lot of psychology becomes ahead, like, you don't know what your mood is and all that, you know, like, depends if you ate, you're probably going to need to take more because it's going to take a while to digest, right, like, right. all these, like, things come in mind, but, like, you know, you always want to do it, like, 30, 40 minutes before you're about to do something. That way you kind of, like, get used to the feeling. And then from there, you just appreciate what you have. Like, Like, for example, when I DJ on that, man, I have some of the best sets. And the only reason why is because, like, you kind of see like it's like much brighter in a way and the room is much brighter
0: yeah like e- edibles you feel heavy right, right. When, when you take edibles you feel heavy um you your your movement feels sluggish everything's <coughs> slowed yeah, down it's right like
3: off something is off but shrooms is
0: very clear mm-hmm. and everything yeah. and you, you, it's like you don't feel any like uh slow motion or anything but if anything like it, everything intensifies a little mm-hmm. bit more right a little bit
1: i mean and it, that's the thing. Like, there's studies right now. Like, there's places that I think. I think California just made it legal. To be honest, and um, did they? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and it's been helping people that are like schizophrenia. You know what I, I mean?
0: I'm and, telling. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I heard, well, I heard like shrooms is like booming in L. A. Right now. It's like the fucking. It's. I mean, now out.
1: they're making yeah. gummies now. Like you can yeah. buy gummies. Instead oh yeah, of what's
4: chocolate. his name? Um boule Bullet has his own tops. Yeah, and he was telling us about. How yeah,
1: to I mean, and girl. honestly, like. There's no hangover. Like the only way you'll get a hangover is like you're trying to fucking have a trippy ass night, you know. And like, right.
4: how much t- do you take
0: a day, man? And and the hangover is more about dehydration. Than right, anything, right, right, right. Now. So
1: I mean, you know, I don't take it like religiously, like unless like I want to, just because like for the cause. Mm-hmm. But like, I probably try to have like less than a, like less than a gram and like for the full night because like. You're not trying to be fucked up while you're DJing, you know? And just take it piece by piece, like, you know? And if you don't feel it, just wait for it. Because I've done the mistake where, like, man, I'm not feeling anything. And then it just, like, I mean, like, for my bungalow closing party, I kept taking it. I was like, I'm not feeling it. And it hit me so hard that I couldn't even feel my feet. And I was just like... Oh.
4: I'm
5: floating. <laughs> I literally felt like I was
1: floating. I was just like, oh, <laughs> fuck. like. And a funny part was, like, me DJing. Like, and the thing is, like... You see the music and like you appreciate the music. You see the crowd and all that.
0: Wait, wait, we wine. You see the music. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, like, <laughs> <it's>,
1: like, <laughs> like, like, like notes just floating. Around. No, it's, I want to say notes, but it's like you see what you're doing. It's like lining up the room, and it's like a, you're in a happy place of what you're doing because you're passionate at what you do. You know, right? And then then you see the crowd react. You just like that intensifies your energy. You're just like man. Like all right, it's like.
0: Do, do you feel like when you're on shrooms? You're more grateful for oh. the for the the experience of DJing feels more like a service, like a gratitude of like I'm giving you and, 100%. and you're seeing them react, so they're giving you back.
1: One hundred percent. That's
0: exactly what Lima describes when 100%. he's talking about
1: DJing. But
4: Lima takes it on an empty stomach. Well, I think you, well, I think that's the most that's when you can kind of control. Yeah, it a that's bit when you. More. Yeah, that's when he what, says he wakes up around six o'clock, takes it. He wakes up around eight and he's ready to go
1: yeah so like and the thing is too it wakes you up it doesn't make you like drowsy and all that It actually like wakes you up and it uplifts you you know and the thing is be ready just to have a smile you're just gonna be smiling like literally like yeah people hit me up like damn we're smiling you're in a great mood today i was just like oh yeah i'm kind of sure is
0: there any bad after effects of it or if
1: you do too much yeah you'll you'll wake up like very exhausted tired because it's like you gotta think about it like it's not like a drug, but, like, obviously, it you uses your dopamine and all that to kind of, like, process your brain. So and you take right. more? And just- yeah, like, you know, if you end up overdoing it, then, yeah, you're you're gonna wake up, like, super tired, and then obviously, you don't want to trip balls either. Like, that's when it's just, like, you're stupid to do, you but know? But there's
0: no, like, there's nothing, like, really destructive, like, what liquor does, or, yeah, like, no. cocaine, or anything else.
1: Right? <clears throat> None at all. None at all, I mean. Which
0: is why everyone's kind of moving towards that a little bit more.
1: I mean, I mean. Even so,
0: more than marijuana, too, because the THC, and then also, like, the lung thing with like smoking and like vaping, people are avoiding that. They want like a clean high, a more clean high with shrooms.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I'm even talked to some of the top DJ guys like recently, and they're doing the same thing. Like, yeah, they're like they're done drinking. Like you know, um, and shrooming has been one of those things where it's just like you still kind of have a high, but it's not like an aggressive high. You're control. you you're you're in control, no matter what you know and that's the beauty like you know when you when you drink once you like overdid seven shots and you don't realize it and it hits you at once you're fucked yeah yeah. you know at least microdosing you know how much you're taking and if you're like feeling good at that moment you're good you know you don't need to like take more and just like you know you can probably take another piece like in an hour later or two you know that way you kind of you you have control how much you take you know it's like for example you smoke like you eat an edible like you know it's five milligrams but like it could probably be more because it just got made into a gummy and all that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you kind of know if you control it by like eating pieces and stuff like that. So
0: maybe we should get a pound. We just all split it two fifty in. So That's I think it's better. a thousand a pound. I'm we all down. put two fifty. That's a lot though. Right?
1: That's a fuck ton of shrooms. You don't need that much. <laughs> For, it's but like year, at least four though, it's you, like like a, you gotta a, think about it. There's you know? there's twenty eight ounces and uh there's twenty eight grams in an ounce, right? How many ounces are in a pound? Sixteen. Sixteen. That's a fuck ton of shrooms.
4: Yeah, <laughs> four ounces. We could probably do that's four a whole ounces. year's
1: shrooms. That's like year supply almost probably.
4: Do they go bad? No, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't I think they do a little bit. It's like uh, the uh, quaaludes. Yeah. Just get stronger. You could probably start with a quarter pound. Quarter pound? Yeah, I let's go so. for the pound, bro. Just fuck I know. It, might as well fucking go, go to for it. the quarter if it. If it's Every dope, day then you then do we do it. Then we go for the pound. I start dealing that shit. In yeah. There. <laughs>
0: to the djs <laughs> right,
4: like man. yo i, I
1: got, got, got
0: so much excess shrooms <laughs> i'm gonna just start dealing this shit in my <laughs> <by> gigs
1: <laughs> hey
4: security. you're crooked the shroom guy <laughs> <laughs> crooked shrooms coming soon like i'm just trying to get rid of these shrooms i mean
1: i wouldn't be surprised if it's it uh legalized and you just start a freaking dispensary for that you know
0: i mean uh, they're gonna get on it yeah. already man yeah. that's crazy yeah it, you know um it's 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 nuts man like uh What's how everything, how just so much has changed in the past two years. Uh Even with like when we first were talking and, and speaking about the event, you know, to the pandemic and we were talking and, you know, when I met you in Austin and then we just had South by Southwest, so much has passed and it's just been a lot that's happened. And I don't even know you that for that long, but I feel like you've changed so much in the past two years.
1: Oh, man. I mean, yeah, it just... It was one of those things where I realized, like, I think the one number one thing was, like, job security was gone. Yeah. So it was just like. We talk about yeah. this a
0: lot because you mentioned to me, I think when we had lunch, you were like, I I don't just want to be a DJ. I want to be more. Yeah. And I'm like, what is that? I understand what you mean, but most DJs your age are like, I want to just be a superstar DJ. And you're kind of more realistic about the situation or what is it?
1: Um, Yeah, because it's like, I mean, like you see some of the top guys are like past 40, like, you know, like if unless you're like a big market, you are really like they're they're getting, it's a hard time for them to get booked right now, you know, because there's this new generation and like, they're not seeing the money they used to and all that. And like, I see it from like far away and I start realizing like, dude, if I go to that level and I don't do anything else, yeah, I'm fucked you know and another thing the pandemic taught me was that job security's not there like you know if everything <coughs> closes again right now do we have something to back up on like what are you going to do you know and then hence we're like I started doing more music edits you know I started like you know being more involved in like business like with the owners and all that because I want to learn those things that way whenever like some, operations yeah and all that because one day like I want to get out still kind of be in nightlife but i can sit in the background and see like what's going on like if i want to open up a restaurant like cool like i can learn all these things you know and there's other ways to make income right and Mm -hmm. because yeah like being a rock star is cool but it does not last forever and that's what i tell these guys like appreciate what you have now but do something with that money like you can buy the most expensive rolex all the like expensive shoes and all that but like what's that gonna do to you when you're like 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60? Like, eventually you phase out, the new generation comes in, the new young DJs come in, and you know they're gonna book the young guys that have the new following, the TikToks and all that, you know, and so you start realizing like, yeah, I don't wanna be that, like, ever. Like, I wanna do more, I wanna be able to like, like, show guys that, hey, like, you can be a, you know, entertainment director, you can be a, a host like for like a venue then all that, you know, and still be a dJ and and still handle things that way, because if you're if, if you're already in nightlife and you're good at it, you can do more instead of just being a dj. you know, if you're a good producer, eventually if you phase out and you're a good producer, you can be a ghost producer and still make money, you know like I, I know guys that were making a fuck ton of money during the pandemic, ghost producing that way whenever everything opened. They saw all these songs and they released an album. They were ready for touring and all that, you know? And that's one thing I started thinking about, like, man, maybe I should start producing more, like, and then I got into the making music edits and all that, you know, and that's helped me a lot too. Like, you, like, I've gotten to network with some of the, like, top DJs who are like, hey, man, I play your music edits a lot and all that. So that's helped me. And and I always tell, like, the young guys, like, just don't go collect a check. Be a brand, like make yourself a brand, like make yourself be a presence where like, yo, if you book this guy, this is where you're going to get, you're not just going to get one thing, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's funny. Like, uh, I always think back when I, when I first moved to Vegas and it's like, never remember when, uh, like group, they came up to you and like, Hey, you know, like, cause, cause never was like very instrumental in bringing me out to Vegas. And then like they went to Neva and was like, "Hey, would you like to be a music director?" And then you were like, "Nah, I'm good." I was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what was your worry at that time to not
3: take that opportunity? You just didn't want to like. I didn't deal want with the, the, the exactly. Yeah, at the time, yeah, I didn't want to deal with. It. I mean, I, and I, especially the people who I was dealing with yeah. who would have had to deal with. I knew it would it wouldn't have been good. Yeah. So that's another, That's one of the reasons why I see. I, I see decided.
0: your perspective because I remember it was so chaotic and it was so everyone was getting yelled at and everyone was like, yeah, it was like a, a crazy time. Mm-hmm. But do you ever think back and think like
3: maybe I should have tried it or like you're just kind of like, once in a while I do think maybe I should have tried yeah, it, gave it a gave it a shot, see what happens. Yeah, but, yeah. But I have no regrets of so <coughs> uh, doing it.
1: I mean, at the end of the day, is a resume, right? That's your resume. Like if you did it one time and let's just say you're good at it and you find your niche. Like, you can go to the next company and be like, hey, this is my resume. This is what I've done. This is the resources I have. This is the connections I have. Let's work. Mm -hmm. And then, boom, it happens, you know. And, you know, that's the thing. Like, you know, the more you know, the more you can help in nightlife, the more you become an asset. And that's why you're going to get booked more, you know, or you're going to be used more. Like, hey, Christian, I'm doing this event. You know, any DJs that can help me out? And I'm like, here, these are some of the contacts you did. And that's what Nice did too. Like, you know, that's what we both did, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, we got hit up and we're like, man, me and, me and him were even talking about starting a company. Like, maybe we can start like a wedding company where we buy our own equipment, you know? they Because I hate doing weddings. He hated doing weddings, but we had guys that were really good at weddings. So we're like, let's just start a wedding company. Shoot, after hearing your wedding podcast, I was like, man, there's a lot of money there that would, you know, that.
0: There's a lot of money in, event, in events. Yeah. In general, not, like just not yeah. even uh, weddings, just ev- any events in general, man. Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely a business worth building, you yeah. know. And you just need a good a good set. Uh, you need a good structure, right? You know, what I mean? you need to like put together a, a very structured company with like procedures and everything like that. Because like if you if you if you set it up right, it's like that company will run
1: itself yep.
0: for like mm-hmm. five to ten years or more.
1: With Very little adjustments, and yeah. then you just play once or twice a month, you know, and yeah, just yeah. call it a day, you know. Um, yeah, it's just you know, you got to make sure you got different avenues in order for you to to, uh, to 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 be different, and you know, because like, like I said, I don't if I lose my hair at like 50 and I'm still DJing, I don't want to do that, like, just, really, yeah, I just don't, you know.
0: Yeah, you know, it's funny because I see older DJs and it. It actually, like, I don't know, like, it makes me... it, It's inspiring to me.
3: That they're still going? I am about to say, yeah. I, have, I have no hair. I know, I'm, I'm still...
0: <laughs> 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 you lose your hair. Right? No, like, you know, like, never. It's inspiring to me. Like, you know, he's... It's funny, like, you know, when, you, when I see him DJ, he's still on the new music. He still plays it kind of, like, better than a lot of the younger DJs. He can do mic work. And it's crazy. I was talking to somebody. I'm like, yo why are we still all why are we all still working like a lot of my homies are in their 40s late 30s i'm like why are we still working like yeah. the younger generation should have took over by now
3: Yep, i think and, about that all the time as well but, it,
0: but their approach to djing is completely different from our approach because we came from like a reading a room bottle service mm-hmm. crowd mm-hmm. keeping the room and their approach is they want to be Diplo. Yeah.
3: Yes. They want to be the superstar. They want to be yeah. a superstar. Yeah. So
0: yeah. it it's not about sometimes holding a room or or bottle service. It's about more about them mm-hmm. than it is about, I mean, you
1: know. And that's the problem, too. Like, that was like the ruin of social media. Like, you got these guys that, you know, got ghost produced and they blew up and they didn't even make the song, you know. And. That that's still kind of sort of the formula now, you know. Some of these guys are still like having pre-recorded sets, and I'm just like, damn, that's still a thing right now. Like, you know,
0: yeah. You you're watching it. It's actually more normal now than ever, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, look at that guy, sick. Like that guy is not DJing, and I mean, he's getting money. He's, he's getting, getting booked. booked. He's booked,
0: getting booked at your venues, right? Nah.
1: That's nah. your fault, <laughs> <That's your> <laughs> bro. You know what's funny? You booked him. You know what's funny is like. We were sitting in the the table, and, like, we got offered, like, for it. My DJ side was just like, nah, don't do that. But if I would have done it on the business side, the way he sells out, like, the the tickets. He sells out, though, He sells out. And, I mean, he's making way more, five times more than what we got offered back in the day. And I was just like, and he's just doing a 30-minute pre-recorded set. He only performs for 30 minutes? 30 minutes. Wow. He's He's getting getting figured
4: out. (laughs) he's,
1: He's getting, like... From what I've been hearing, he's been getting, like, 50K. 50K? Forget 30 yeah. minutes, bro. 30 minutes. Pre-recorded. 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 Not even him. <laughs> Pretending, like, to touch those things, and you know, like, because he's using Serato, but you can't do all that in Serato. Come on. Like, let's be real. Like, you know? And I'm just like, Damn. I saw, I saw some videos
0: of Sickic like, DJing, like, in, live, and he's hitting the. And I thought I was like, oh, maybe he's really doing it, but he's not hitting It's all pre-recorded. It's all pre-recorded. Wow. For real. Um, yeah, it's really good to have you here. I appreciate it, and, and, and you know, and I'm really glad we got to talk about uh DJ Nice, of course, and uh, you know, uh, show him some love and some tribute and and to express like just how, how much he did for Austin. And uh, and he was a New York, you know, his New York brethren, so we got to show rest love, in man. peace. And he's always been really, really, really generous and so kind. So, you know, yeah. rest in peace. Thank you,
1: yeah, man. Um, you know, I. There's days I, would like, I wish I could text him now, but, I mean, at the end of the day, like, the biggest thing is, like, keeping that legacy he did in Austin. So, yeah. rest in peace to Nice, man, like, for sure.
0: Yeah, man. CRG, thank you for coming through, man. Appreciate right. you guys.
1: Appreciate it. Yeah, man.
4: Thanks for tuning into The Road Podcast. Don't forget, every
0: Wednesday, we have new episodes on all major streaming platforms. And every Thursday, the video versions go up on our YouTube page. Please subscribe to our channel, youtube.com slash Podcast, And to find exclusive clips of the pod, please visit youtube.com slash City. And we'll see you next Wednesday.